Perfect. Hello, everyone. Thanks for coming to my podcast, Open to the Universe, QHHT. In this method, um, I'm a practitioner for QHHT, which is quantum healing hypnosis technique. It's a form of therapy. It's self-healing. So you essentially heal your own self. We hold that power. We're so blessed um, with that ability. Although most people, it's not active. So we deal with not able to heal ourselves. Hang on one second. so funny anytime I do any of my spiritual work my dog likes to um you know be a mess off he either wants in the house out the house um he thinks he hears something so I think it's priceless no matter what like anytime I do my spiritual stuff so and when I do podcasts I need to be right here at the podcast doing it. And he's like, hey, what about me? (laughs) Anyway, so going back to uh, Dolores Cannon, she um, has created and developed a beautiful technique that taps into the all-knowing part of ourself. Because essentially, our soul is on a journey and it needs to learn all. And so in that case, it has lived many lives, although on the other side, there is no sense of time. So sometimes when our soul is on a journey and it goes from one life to the next, um, it brings along with it um, phobias from maybe the last life of how it died, um, because essentially you are you. So you did not, you personally, as your ego, which is who you are, didn't live all these other lives, you're sold it. So as it goes through, it creates karma with each life it goes into. And in that aspect, sometimes um, we, uh, well, the soul doesn't realize that it had left that life. And so maybe it has a phobia of deep water because maybe of a drowning in another life or, Um, whatever the case may be, that your phobia is, um, when you go under and when you actually have a session with a professional practitioner of QHHT, who was a practitioner, meaning someone who was certified and trained um, under Dolores's daughter, which is Julia, who is Julia Cannon, and she's basically running Dolores's stuff now, because Dolores is... um, expanded into pure love and light. Um, So she is on the other side in another dimension, I always say, because really she never left us. She's just right there, but in another dimension. (laughs) It's pretty cool. So anyway, I kind of wanted to talk about my um, experience because as a practitioner, I 
have experienced having sessions with other, you know, just training other practitioners so that we can work our experience up because it really is, um, you know, a form of love, of compassion to the person who comes in because basically all we're doing as practitioners, we are a guide, we are a tool that basically can help you access what you need to know to live the best life, um, your best life. Because a lot of us are wrapped up in the fear, wrapped up in the chaos of the world right now. Because our world, if we haven't noticed, really intensified and kept getting um, pulled in the darkness you know, wars and hate and killing and those kind of things. That's, I don't know anyone who's like, yeah, that's what we want to do. No, most of the people I ever talk to and the people I'm surrounded by, even the ones who, um, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, I think what we, um, what I really wanted to talk about, just kind of going back to my original, like the past life, Dolores Cannon, um, just my experience, what I've experienced. Um, it's pretty neat. I wanted to share this with the world and just with whoever tunes into my podcast. So I really appreciate you guys downloading my uh, material because it literally comes from my heart everything I've learned, I realized that I am a light worker. That means I'm an old soul who has done this many times into the body, into the next, into the next. But this one in particular, I, um, before I came into this life, I set up a time where I would wake up and um, be aware that I'm much more than this human body in this, in this, uh, you know, human world. Yeah, I am a human, uh, but I know we hold much more. And I know that the whole, the whole, everything is set up through our heart, not the beating heart, but like we have a heart chakra, which is pure energy, which is in the heart area. And we, we do everything with the heart. Like we, you know, I've, I've talked to other people who are numb in the heart and I've, done plenty of podcasts about following your heart. So um, that's the gift of it. When um, we follow heart, we live by our heart, our life goes smoother, right? So um, my past lives, kind of cool. Um, the first one I went through, uh, the fir first one ever I I actually had no idea. I was before I was a practitioner of this technique. I uh, found someone who was trained by Dolores's daughter and went and had a professional session done. And one of my questions, because you always need to come in as a uh, so if you're the client, you want the practitioner to ask some really personal questions. M main questions could be like, "What is my purpose?" You know, what is my purpose in life? Mine was that, like, I, I think I had 10 questions. And so one was, you know, what's my purpose in life? And another one is my whole life, I have always sprained my ankle. My ankles were very weak and I always sprained them. And I was like, gosh, what, why, why, what is happening there? Never understood that. 
So my higher self just said that it was energy from another life I lived most recently. And uh, I, it goes, oh, I see. She didn't have any legs. So this is a life that now she has legs and she just needs to learn how to stand and, and be strong again. So the practitioner went through and, and said, is it something that the higher self can release that energy and, and uh, make my legs strong? And my higher self said, sure, no problem. It's just energy left from a last life. It just thinks that you're still in that life and you're just learning how to walk again. And so she asked the higher self to remove that energy. And um, my higher self it's amazing because when I was under, I remember feeling like I was in the audience. Don't know why. That's how I felt. Like I'm in the little stands with the rest of the people just hanging out, watching everything. And when she asked how the higher self um, let go of that energy, my higher self just said, oh, well, I flicked it, flicked the ball of energy into the universe. And in doing so, I felt my legs, I felt my ankles, everything, just this very nice, sturdy, I just, I felt sturdy. I felt strong. Um, I was able to run again um, and do that whole scene again. And so um, it's just neat because when it did that, I, that was three years ago, maybe four now that it's 2022. And, um, I was like, wow, that's interesting. You know, my higher self said I didn't have legs before this life. And so it was like, whoa. So that, that freaked me out a little bit. And I didn't quite understand. I thought I lived these other lives. But that was not the case. There was a whole nother, I guess, me, um, not me, for se. It was my soul. It was in another body, another outfit. I always look at it like that, another outfit. Um, and sorry, I just had to eat real quick. Um, I, uh, went through some of my videos and just some of my material and stuff and had another session later, maybe three, four years later, which is now. And when I went under, I saw myself in a old farmhouse, but it wasn't old. It was modern at that time. Like we, we only had, um, it was just very basic in the house. I remember coming out of this room and into the kitchen and seeing a little table and everything was basic. And when I looked, I remember seeing the ones who I loved were at the kitchen table eating and it was breakfast. And I felt male and I felt very sharp. I felt very clean cut. I felt very well put together. Um, like I was very loved. And so I'm this young guy, teenager feeling, hi, thank you so much for coming to my page. I really, really love it, my podcast. So I'm just explaining one of my past lives and how it represents another past life, how they're all connected. And, um, and now here I am with me now. So anyway, 
um, going back to this one past life, I uh, was going through it and I saw a young girl, like a sister, like I had sisters at the table, but I was the big brother and I felt very loved. I had this sense of like, I was very loved. I was very precious. I had jet black hair and it was very nicely put together. And I felt like I was like, almost like mama's boy. Um, my baby sisters were my little darlings. I just, just so precious. I loved them so much. I remember that feeling. Well, as she moved me forward, well, move that character forward, I should say, because that was not me. <laughs> anyway, um, as she did so, I was called to the war. I instantly had the uniform on. I instantly had the crew cut. Um, I felt very young, but very proud. Like, nope, I have to do this for my family because there's already all these mouths to feed. And, and I, I have to do this for my family. And so I remember not having much, but my mom was this just precious mom in that life. And she just told me she was so proud of me and that, that she knew that I could do it and that I could get through it and come back. And so I remember leaving because as you go through these, um, as the practitioner moves you through, they're asking for important days. So that was an important day. I left. I left my family and I remember being young and obviously going to war, which terrifies me as me, Jennifer. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't like wars. I don't like anything like that because it involves hurting someone. And I don't like that. I don't really, I've never liked, you know, I, I love people being happy and joyful and uh, living their best life. So anyway, I'm moving forward into this life. My, my, uh, the practitioners moving me forward to an important day. The next important day, unfortunately, I was in the war and got kind of blew up to the point where my legs were gone. <laughs> they were gone. So what they did then was they put you in these tents with other war, you know, victims that were hurt and they're blown up. And I remember sitting in a wheelchair thinking, oh my gosh, I can never go home. I never can go home. I, what would they do with me? I had those feelings. That is what is amazing is these feelings that you get because with, with going under and with going through a past life, you may not always see something. You always feel something. And yeah, I did see it, but I also had this very like strong feeling as I was not able to go back home and, you know, and they couldn't care for me. I remember feeling dirty and I remember feeling like I couldn't really move and everything hurt. And, uh, and as the practitioner was moving me forward again, okay, we're going to move you again to another important day. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was the day that I left out of that body and the practitioner's like, are you out of your body? And I'm like, I think so. As I am this like little being, our soul leaves the body and I can then see that life as like a movie scene and look down at it and say, oh, and she's like, well, how did you die? And I'm like, oh, they didn't know how to take care of me. My legs were gone. 
from the war, I got blew up and, uh, and I had gang, gangrene. Like I died from that. And it's just weird how that is. So anyway, I, I uh, move forward. She said, do you know, is there anyone in that life that uh, you know now in your current life? I think that's always fun to do. If the person, the client is willing to uh, be open enough to know who was in that life, who played what role in that life, and now they're playing a different role in this life with you, I think that's fun. I love that part. So I always tell the practitioner when we play around with it, I'm always like, ask if anyone was in that life in this life. So I did. So she did, she asked. And um, so today in this life as me, Jennifer, I am also a senior caregiver. I created my own business, lots of creations there. I'm like, I have lots of businesses and I love that because I am my own boss. I'm my own freedom. So anyway, I'm a senior caregiver and I have the sweetest lady ever. And um, she's about 40 years older than me. So she's in her 80s, just precious as ever. And her name is Kay. And she's just so literally so precious. Like I just adore her like 100%. No kids. Husband passed away 10 years ago. So she doesn't really have anyone but her neighbors and me who come uh, to visit her and make sure she gets out and uh, enjoys her day, enjoys her life. So that's my goal is to just make sure she's super happy and super joyful and has something to look forward to. And that's kind of what I do with her. She doesn't physically need help. So thank goodness she's able to get out and get out, uh, get around and what whatever. So as the practitioner, going back to my story, as the practitioner says, do you know, did you know anyone in that life that you know now, or you have a relationship with now? And literally my higher, well, wasn't to the higher self yet. What's cool is between lives like that, your soul has that information. Your being has whatever you want to ask, any information. So I, it was fun. And my being goes, oh yeah, Kay was your sister and she was right after you. So when you left, when you didn't come back from the war, she got so depressed, so sad. Um, like, like, like she could never be whole again. So she ended up getting sick in that life. Cause we kind of just kept asking about the sister. Who's Kay? Was, who, I guess she was just this super sweet sister that I had that I adored who mourned for me who couldn't even breathe without me and actually lived a very short life, um, lived for a little while and then kind of just um, couldn't handle life. Basically had a short life, super sad that I was gone. Um, and we asked what war it was, World War One. So that was early 1900s. So it was just amazing. Um, I wish I, you know, going into it more, like I was just telling my practitioner, my friend who is a practitioner of this technique too, um, is when you go through it, um, you just want more. You just keep wanting more and it's just so juicy and like, oh, what's mine going to be like? What's my story? What's my soul's journey? Um, but I thought it was interesting that that was my last life. And then I came into this life and I kept like spraining my ankles for the first 20 years of my life. Um, I used to get bad sprains, like <laughs> laid up for two or three weeks. Um, 
I would say in 2015, I sprained my ankle so bad that I was laid up for eight weeks. So I had like lots of weird things like that. That was why that was one of my mess uh, questions when I came in originally before I was a practitioner. And uh, I just thought that was amazing how that energy stayed with my being, my soul and came into this body and I like really struggled. I remember like, why is this happening to me? And why are my ankles so fragile like that and so weak? Um, honestly, ever since I had my first session and she erased that, like asked the higher self to release that, literally, I've, I have not. My legs are so strong. I feel so much more um, capable of running all over the place, even on ice. It's hilarious because I live in a very cold place where there's ice. And I just thought that was, um, it was incredible how it all worked and how we were all connected. And here I am now. And how I found Kate is unbelievable because before all of this, I, my career literally was working at the bank. I did it for almost 20 years. Um, but I, I had a sense of wanting to know more and knowing the bank wasn't going to give it to me. And I didn't know what I needed to know. So it's just quite amazing how your journey, when you open those doors, how your how it just unfolds. And here I am the last four years, I've been taking care of Kay. And I think, whoa, holy moly, <laughs> just kind of blows my mind because here I am back in, in a body and I'm younger to the ability I can actually take care of this lady. And this lady who was a, probably a whole nother lady, a girl, a whole nother person, um, even though they had the same soul, that is a mind bender. That is mind candy. Uh, Dolores would say in her books, um, she always says anything that makes you go, what? That's mind candy. That just makes you go, I need to open my mind more with this. And uh and not just let the ego take over and say, no, that's not possible. No, that's that's not real. Because this is very real, very possible. That's why when I do my sessions with my clients, they uh, let their ego kind of take over and they bring in their fears, their doubts. Um, and that's very ego because the ego doesn't really want you to think you're amazing and that you your soul's on a journey and that you've lived other lives that's why i love quantum healing i love it um so yeah dolores cannon i just so she wrote 19 books and uh i just think that's fabulous that in her 50-year career and she dedicated the last part of her life. So she was a military wife. Um, her husband uh, had a horrible accident and she had to take care of him. And then she had six kids and then all the grandkids. If you think about it, um, it's just fabulous. She took care of her whole family, did all of it, made sure everyone was good to go. And then she started this career which late 80s, early 90s, it was so unheard of. There was only like 
handful of people who literally a handful of people who believed in it. And she was part of this amazing crew. And so she kind of teamed up with other amazing people like Edgar Casey. If you haven't heard of him, he was big deal hypnosis, that whole scene, early um, 1900s type deal. Um, so he has obviously not alive, but he had developed a crew of people who followed, who mentored, you know, that whole scene just really into him. And so she kind of at the late 80s, early 90s teamed up with them. Hi, thanks for coming on my podcast. Um, and so she, you know, since there wasn't a lot of people in the early 90s into it, they developed you know, going through around the U.S., around the world, teaching people about past lives and that your soul's on a journey. Well, here it is, 2022. And I still feel like we're getting there, but we're not there yet. (laughs) And there's a lot more of us these days. Um, But I know that, um, you know, it'll just grow. It'll keep getting better and things will change but it's staying positive and really it always comes back to just you. It comes back to you because each of us are here for our purpose, here for a journey, here for much more than um, what we're really giving ourselves credit for. Like, um, you know, like, oh, I'm just, I'm just here to be a doctor. I'm just here to be a nurse or I'm just here to be a computer tech. And that's my journey, Um, knowing you're much more than that and really that you need to enlighten yourself because I feel like that's um, the biggest journey right now is is, um, forgiving the things you may have done with love and light and just letting that go. And I know my last couple podcasts were like releasing the baggage and that's emotional baggage. That goes right back to my, my, my story, what I just told you guys is that, you know, it goes because it's like it got held there. And then I had emotional baggage and maybe sadness and and that's karma, you know, at the end of the day, that's karma. And it's just letting go of it and knowing that you don't need to create karma. And if you love something, that's great. If you don't, that's okay. That is your like freedom of being here, Um, you know, because yin and yang, good and evil. Uh, planet of opposites, if you haven't noticed. This is literally the planet of opposites, <laughs> like everything. I always tell that to my husband. I'm like, honey, there's always another side. You know, there always is, isn't there? Always. Um, but essentially, too, it's all an illusion. It's all a matrix. Um, it's how you maneuver. Um, and that's why I've done podcasts. And I look at my podcast to see how many were downloaded and what one, what ones do you guys like? And I, I really like when I look at it, it's like, I realize a lot of people's hearts are numb. They don't know how to maneuver through the journey of life. They're unsure. And that's okay. You know, you came into this life, learn what you need to learn, but always remember is like, when I say follow your heart, it's, you can do that. You can literally ask yourself, is this excitement or is this anxiety? Like, should I be doing this or should I not? You honestly can ask yourself that people don't give themselves credit enough 
to do that. They, oh no, I need someone to tell me. I need to, you know, break free from that. Think for yourself. And that's why I love Dolores Cannon because she was such a free thinker. She was such a, you know, not hard on the people who were closed-minded like that. And you don't even realize you're closed-minded. You just, you just have no clue. You're not awake um, to really think for yourself, or um, maybe you have a lot going on in your life. Maybe you have a really big family and there's just too much going on, or maybe you have crazy neighbors or, you know, we all have different scenarios. So look at your situation and, you know, maybe you might have to change it a little bit. I think I've told you guys that before, and that's with love. It's never like change because you should be a whole other person. Change because you want to be a great person. It's like better yourself because you want to be the best version of yourself. And that's enlightening yourself. That's saying, hey, when I was a kid, this happened, but I'm going to let it go. I'm going to forgive it um, with love and light. And, and essentially, if you needed to get a session, that helps. It really does help. Having a session, going through past life, realizing your connection, having um, some things released that you don't deserve to hold on to anymore. I think that's the biggest deal. Um, deserving love, happiness. You know, there's a lot of people I know that, oh, I don't deserve that. I was terrible. And that's just your ego making sure that you never um, do good. You never feel good, you know, because the ego doesn't really care if you're doing good or feeling good. It's the spiritual subconscious side of ourselves that essentially wants the body to feel good along with the journey of life, you know. But we do come here to experience um, whatever it is. Right now, we can experience anything we want. Right now, everything's on the table. We can experience hate. We can experience killing. We can experience love. We can experience light. Literally, it's all on the table right now. And in Dolores's books, through all these past lives, she's done over 10,000 sessions ever you know just it's just truly amazing um she realized that we're on this journey to enlighten ourselves but we're never going to get there if we don't at least try to say okay you know i can't come on here and say you guys need to do this this and this that is literally ridiculous. And who am I? You know what I mean? Really look within who you are. Love yourself. Um, you know, don't knock yourself. Don't knock yourself down. Because when you do that, you need to step back and go, wait a minute. That's, that's not real. You know, you don't need to be that fragile. And if you are, really spend some time with yourself. Find some really cool things. That's why I say have a session because wow i mean if you want to be awake and enlightened and you have a really hard time with those things find a practitioner in your area see if you have some past life things energy because essentially we have we are energy vibration 
those are really big and those stay with us. Like I said, it's fun to play with, you know, if you're really open and, and you can have more than one session. Oh, that's so cool. It's so worth it. Um, it's like, what's your story? What's your journey? Um, you know, Dolores, she wrote 19 books from all of it because I can only imagine she was like, are you kidding me? This is amazing. I was getting, she was getting great information. I just listened to her book. I'm actually going to do a couple book reviews on the ones I just listened to. And so I did just listen to, um, because I love audible. So that way when I do other kind of jobs, I am cleaner too. So I like do literally so much. Um, so when I'm doing that, I also love to listen to her books and I just listened to, um, I've, I have all the books. So I've read her one series. She has convoluted universe and there are five books on that one. I read all four, but listened to the fifth one. It's so cool. And the fifth one was, um, so Dolores was just so amazing. She literally dedicated her life, like I said, to this particular technique and, and the whole phenomenon of UFOs and just all of it. Like when you really go in deep, there is this huge world that we have no idea that is there and it's there and she tapped into it. And, um, so her fifth book of convoluted universe, she gathered all this information from like the nineties into the early two thousands, like with different people and different questions. So she was like an investigator. So she would take these people under maybe two to, I don't know, maybe 10 times sometimes with some of these people, she would work with them for like a year. Um, and that's what most people don't realize. Um, but I follow her daughter, Julia, and she's explained how it all worked and like how Dolores actually really got this information when she would take people under, she didn't just take them under once or twice. It was like multiple times and lots of questioning, lots of, uh, because when you go under, you get this, like, and you've never been under, you don't, um, always have the experience of seeing a past life. And so, um, yeah, so you just get kind of stuck of like, what am I supposed to see? What is, what is this all about? And Dolores had those people, but she actually tried to stick with people who were easy to go under, who just went right under, who were super open-minded, who started to see things. Um, her fifth book though, for the convoluted universe, she actually passed away before that book was put together and published. And her daughter was so loving and so amazing too, just like her. And it was like with Dolores's guidance on the other side, she was able to put the fifth book together and then publish it. <laughs> mind blowing. Because if you read that book or listen to that book, it literally does blow your mind. It's, it's just mind candy is what Dolores does every day. I just love that. <laughs> that was mind candy for you guys. Expand your mind. Um, know there's much more. Um, and it, it just made me realize originally what I was going to say is that we are on this journey to enlighten ourselves. And as I'm already awake in knowing that there is this other side and that we are here to enlighten ourselves, to basically stand in that storm of chaos and not let it affect us, not, not be on either side, 
not let it um, emotionally damage us, not let it, um, you know, because everything we see is somewhat an illusion, but then is somewhat put together with all of our collective minds, all of us. We are collectively one, if that even makes sense to you guys. Because I can tap into that higher self, the all-knowing self of oneself, um, and ask about someone they know or someone. So, for instance, my aunt was sick with the flu, with pneumonia, and this was right before she got that, but she wasn't feeling good. So it all like added up to it. And so I had a session. She lives far away from me. So I was like, oh gosh, I need to know why she's sick. And I had just learned this technique. So playing with it, we went, I went to my friend who's also was in my class. Um, and so she did a session on me and she asked about, she got to the higher self and she said, oh, she wants to know about her aunt and can we pull her aunt up? And that's what I mean by our connection of being one. Um, my higher self could pull up my aunt and said, sure, no problem. Pulled her up. I could see her, her whole image, um, the whole body head to toe, um, in my third eye, in my mind's eye. Um, and again, I was like this person in the little audience and this, I, my ego was just chilling off to the side, but then there was this higher part of me that was like, oh, her vibrations off. She's, she needs to be calibrated, like aligned. Um, but she also needs to remove some um, issues that she has. Like, again, there was some energy that was stagnant left over from past lives. She's always, um, what I saw was she was always a leader. And this time she's kind of not a leader. She's living a different role. Um, she is somewhat a leader because she's the mom. She's, she runs the households. Um, but also like, what I saw was she lived as like the leader of a tribe. And when you put a different hat on and you have to play a different role, it, like I said, the, the soul thinks it's in the same bodies and her body wasn't healthy and these other bodies were healthy. And so it was just learning how to be in this time at this place with this energy and not let it affect you. I just thought that was really neat what my higher self said to it, how I could connect and how I could give her a message. And they directly told her a message and it was just so beautiful and peaceful and, and lovely. Also, I gave it to her, but didn't click for her because see, she's not awake like how I am. I'm like, oh, do you know? Oh, there's this coolest thing ever, right? And so she didn't believe in that message. She didn't tap into it. Guess what happened to her? She ended up getting the flu, pneumonia, pneumonia. And so fluid in the lungs, almost died. It was horrible. So of course me again, I go under, I tell my friend, I'm like, oh gosh, she's, she's got it. She's sick. She didn't believe in me. So it just was like proof to me that all we need to do is listen to our own self. We need to put our hand on our heart both hands on your heart, whatever it takes. And, you know, and really like try to connect there. And so when I um, went through again, you know, they, they said, well, we knew she wouldn't listen. <laughs> and then my, my friend was like, oh, well, why didn't you see that? Guess what? You didn't ask. 
So it's very important for the practitioner to ask the right questions to get the information it needs to get. Um, that's what I thought was neat. I was like, oh, I was like, dang it. So the higher self will not just give you information. You have, like, as the practitioner, we have to ask, and it has to be the right asking and the right questions. So that's why this technique, it takes a while to develop um, a good sense of investigation skills of, like, the right questions. And, you know, if you have a lot going on, um, you know, it's just, not letting the ego override it or just knowing that if you get something juicy, it's like, okay, keep unraveling it. That's what I mean by Dolores kept asking so many questions in different ways um, to get that information out. And, um, and it all came, it all comes down to right now, this is the last year. It's like, we're going through the eye of the needle. So it's going to be the worst of the worst of the worst right now. And it is, Sure, there's some really great places. I mean, if you came here, it's super great. Um, and I'm sure there's some other really nice places. And that's very true. But a lot of it is all, where a lot of us are all chaotic. We're all stressed out. And we don't know how to uh, maneuver through life. We're just trying to get through each day. And to me, that's sad because each day is so precious. You don't know your last um, so living in fear where there's, you're always just terrified of each day, but, and that may be your experience, but I'm just saying you, you can experience it for a little while, but you don't have to have your whole life that way. Like it's, yeah, you're, you don't need to do that. You know, it's like, yeah, you can listen to it and, and, um, be somewhat involved, but not to the point where it has you just terrified and and you don't feel good and you've made yourself um kind of off balance and low vibration and maybe you're sick maybe you're uh you got some things going on and that's where it's all from you have to understand when we focus and use our imagination to the negative and always think oh well, what if this happens to me oh well what you're doing is you're manifesting your imagination to create that reality so I think it's just like really important to step back when you realize that, only when you realize that, um, to say, wait a minute, I deserve better. I deserve good. I'm going to use my imagination for, oh, I can see myself as CEO or, oh, I can see myself as the boss, right? Like you can use your imagination for good, um, for manifesting great things for you. Um, I've been around a lot of positive people lately because I um, kind of know how to maneuver it. You call to the universe and, you know, know that law of attraction is out there, law of vibration. And when I put out the vibration that, um, you know, good things happen to me, good things come to me. And when I focus on that and I use my imagination for good as things will resolve, things will get better. And when I start to do that and start to create beautiful images of successful people, successful economy, successful worlds. And when I do that, it puts that ping out into the universe and the universe has no choice but to ping it back and say, okay, 
That's what we were waiting for. We were waiting for you guys to use your imagination for this beautiful world that you can essentially create all together. Because we can't come in, come to earth or come anywhere and just be by ourselves. Like you would never evolve. You would never get anywhere. So they knew we needed lots, lots of people on this earth because how are you going to get from A to to D, A to Z, uh, you know, without anyone. You need someone at the grocery store. You need someone at the coffee shop working. You need someone <laughs> at the bank working. So, um, and that's what I mean is like, essentially, that's what we need to focus on. It's like, all right, let's use our imagination for good. Let's, let's, um, hey, and if you can't get to that point, and you feel like you have some stagnant energy, maybe a phobia, maybe a deep water phobia. I've had lots of how I know I've been on a journey is because I've been doing quantum healing. And um, as a practitioner, we have to practice on each other. So I've lived lives as far as I've seen all of my deaths. Not all, but a good size handful of, I've died lots of ways, not me as Jennifer, but my being had to go through all these different bodies, different experiences in life and stuff. Um, and now here I am and now I'm awake and all I'm saying and all I want to be said is like, use your imagination for good, create good images in your mind, focus on the good. Because when you do that, um, you know, good things start to happen and you start to see good things. But sometimes we, we can't because of where we live, you know, or our circumstances, like who we live with. So really like trying to figure that one out for yourself. If you can't do better um, for you, and you can't love you 100%. Like when you go out into the world, you don't need to feel fragile. You don't need to feel like, oh, what did she think of me? Oh, what does he think of me? You don't, you don't need to hold that energy is really what I mean. Um, because we're all different, obviously. I mean, sure, there's some people that are the same or whatever. But essentially, we obviously are all different. And that's, I think, the beauty of it, because we all literally are different, but we're so perfect in the piece that we are, that we fit the puzzle piece. Because if we were all the same, the piece, it, we would just be dang robots. We would just be like, okay, in sync. Okay, this is how we go. Maybe, you know, and just like, we do that with our vehicles. We do do that going to the store at the same time, going to the bank at the same time, but we're so much different. We're so very different. And I think essentially most of us just want like greater good for people. We want you to be happy, have great schools, have great jobs, have good mindsets. So that's why I say it comes right back to us um, individually. And if we can work on ourselves and create in our mind goodness, good thoughts, good actions, good, um, just goodness. You, you start to change the world through you and, and being solid with you, knowing who you are, knowing no one can interrupt the way you are because you know who you are. 
Because when they do that, essentially they have their own issues. They're reflecting on you, um, prejudiced or whatever it is, comparing themselves to others. Um, but I just kind of wanted to go through that with you guys. And the whole past life thing is absolutely incredible. It's, I did notice the more sessions I do, the less past lives I go through as we move into the future like that, because essentially all they want that person to know the client who goes under is that, that you don't have to hold the baggage anymore. There's no more karma. You don't, you don't need to indulge in that and that you are pure love and light. And that when you realize that most people cry, literally most people cry because it's a sense of relief to hear that you don't have to be negative. You don't, because that's so weighing on the person, all that negativity, all that fear, all that doubt, um, it plasters you to a whole nother person. You are created into this whole nother person that is negative, that only sees negative, that only feels negative. So it's like breaking free from the chains. It literally is and free from the past lives. You know, wouldn't it be beautiful where you did wake up in this life and and cleared all your karma and cleared all that energy that was maybe negative in the past and stuff and cleared it and really enlightened yourself and you get to live your best life that's that's freaking phenomenal like i only hope for the best for every single person out there and that they feel good every day they wake up that they feel good like to me that is an ace in the hole is that they wake up and they're like okay here i am I'm ready for the world. Hi guys. Hi. Hi world. <laughs> right. Right. Cause if we all did that, oh my gosh, it would be literally wonderful. And I know a lot of people are going, yeah, that's, that's not possible. Guess what? That is purely your ego saying that. And it is possible. I live by really great people and they essentially are like that. And you know, most people I'm around are like that without having to do a session with quantum healing but I can go somewhere else where my family is actually from and it's opposite there. Everyone's like grouchy and, uh, and fearful and terrified and hate hateful. And it's because they kept practicing it and they kept in their mind that your imagination is so powerful and so magnificent. What a gift our imaginations truly what a gift. Could you imagine if you couldn't imagine? <laughs> that would not be good. That would, that would be very sad. Very, very sad. So, you know, they're using their imagination. They're just using it opposite of us. And, you know, you can live like that. And okay. And people will pop in and pop out. And uh, it's because their ego. It's It just is. It, flat out. It just is. And we do resonate with certain people. And I'm thankful that other people are out there and putting their voice out there. And that's what I did with mine because I feel like there's always someone who needs to hear a message or something that might click for you. And um, that's always my hope. That's always my uh, mess, you know, my ping that I put out there into the universe because you essentially deserve to live your very best life. Look at it. We live in the most 
we do live on a beautiful planet. We really do. You can find beauty everywhere. And how amazing that that we're in a body. I mean, half the time people don't realize how amazing that truly is and that we can use our imagination and that we can create good things. Um, whether it is a past life, whether whatever. Um, I have lots of friends who um, have phobias and things like that, and I suggest it. And, uh, you know, I'm like, let's tap into it. Let's see where this is coming from. Um, you're, yourself, you have, you hold the answers for you. And um, that's why I love doing sessions because that's what I feel like my journey is right now is like, in my imagination, if I can create love and light for myself, that's what I want to radiate out into the world because we already have enough hate. We already have enough negative. Let's tap into this beautiful, all-knowing, loving. We can heal our own bodies because we're magnificent. Cool. I'm, I'm in. Can we try the good side for a little while? I mean, everyone's like, oh, no, we're going to focus on the bad side. Well, okay, have fun. I'm done with that. I've I've done that most of my life. Um, unfortunately, I grew up in the poverty. I grew up with nothing, rags, uh, barely having any food, um, living in the smallest, tiniest place ever with not enough room, too many people in my house. Trust me, I've done it. I've lived it. Not, not the biggest fan of that. Um, just not the biggest fan of being... Um, around a lot of negative people because I've done it and I, I know what I want in life now. Now I, I work on my own self. Obviously I'm, I'm working on myself as we all should be trying to always be better, trying to always be the best version of me. Um, I feel I do pretty good, but you know, my ego gets the best of me. It does. It does get the best of me. I just remember when it does do that, is I step back and I'm like, wait a minute, why am I so frustrated? Or why do I feel so much doubt right now? Um, so I try to look at that and say, okay, you know, war, it's embedded in me. You know, I, I had that past life and basically died in that war. And maybe I had to, maybe I, that was part of my karma, but still that energy got left there. And so as far as the energy of the whole war, I don't like um, us killing ourselves. I just don't like it. I hate it. And I saw this really cool um, meme on my husband's social media and he posted it. And it was like, what if everyone in the war put their guns down and handed it actually to the billionaires who are like literally forcing the war, give it to them. Say you guys kill each other. The billionaires against billionaire. Go ahead. We're, we're us regular people. We're just going to continue living the best life we can live. And if you didn't have us, would you even be able to do a war? No, you're looking at one or two people who hate each other. And that's like, 
the presidents or whatever you want to say. It's like, what the, what the heck, you guys? Like, step back, literally pay attention to that. It's like, come on, you guys. Literally, literally look at that. Because they couldn't do anything without us. And that's why I always, I've said it in my other podcasts, it's the power of the regular people. We have to stand up for ourselves. And I know there's other people who are so dedicated, so dedicated to their country. And that's great. I love it. I love the dedication. But be for the good. Be for the good. Dedicate yourself to the best you can be. Right? Essentially. I know that sounds ludicrous. But again, that would be your ego mind being like, oh, that's ludicrous. You're crazy. That's not possible. Negative always. Right? Because that's what your ego mind does to you. Negative only. I, I never heard an uh, ego mind that goes positive only. I don't know anyone's ego mind that says positive only. They always go to the negative. It's our beautiful spiritual subconscious side that says ah, positive, love, light. We can breathe. We can take an exhale. Right? <laughs> oh, thank you guys so much for being on my page, coming to it, downloading all my material. I love you guys. I just said nothing but the best to you because I uh, will always imagine you as the best. My imagination is every single person can release that baggage, can release that doubt and fear and think for yourself. Think for yourself. What's best for you? You deserve the best, no matter what, no matter what is your situation, period. Imagine it the best. That's all I care about, you know, what's best for you. And, and, you know, there is a lot of negative out there, but don't let that damper you. Don't let it damper you. Know that, yeah, that stuff's going on, but be solid of who you are always go back to within. And when you do that and you put out the good vibes and you start to imagine good things for you. So there's just a few little things you can put in your habits and um, your life that could just hook you up. You know, if you have to drive a lot, put some good stuff in your car that you get to listen to that is just always building you up and always making you feel solid. As far as you're a good person, you can use your imagination for good, uh, manifest good things, you know. Um, listen to good music, music's vibration, our bodies love vibration. It's all right. Do all those good things. There's lots of good stuff out there. Literally start putting those in your life because you deserve it. Like I said, this is the last year before another thing comes through. So we're going through the eye of the needle. So as we go into the future, things will start to unfold that would bring us more enlightenment. Um, good things are starting to happen. Yeah, there's it's chaotic right now, but there's still a lot of good stuff out there. I see it all the time. So love you guys. Lots of love and light and um, positive thinking and and just 
if you could put any effort into yourself, that's the one thing I say and, and have a session, find a practitioner in your area. Maybe it ends up being a really good friend and you can do it multiple times. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty neat. So you can go to my page, um, Jennifer Martinez, QHHT.com, or you can check out Dolores's page. She's so cool. I just, even though she's like, <laughs> she's just the coolest lady ever, um, DoloresCannon.com, or you can find a practitioner in your area and you can go to QHHTofficial.com. Um, and check that all out. And like I said, she has 19 books. So if you have the option of getting any of them, you wouldn't be wasting your money. They are freaking phenomenal. And they uh, put you on a journey. They really do. You start to notice more. You start to realize there's more out there. Um, yeah. So it's pretty cool. I love that I could just share this with you guys. And most people are so open who come to my page. And I really appreciate that. Um, so, so I hope you really have a blessed day. I hope you have a really beautiful week. Um, it's the beginning of the week. And, you know, as we move into the future, as we move forward, is that you can start to implement these few things use your use your imagination start to put out the ping of good things come to you good things happen to you you know the universe loves you so whatever you thank you you have an amazing day too um yeah so thanks so much for being on here appreciate it and um i'm sure i'll be back thanks bye guys